Blog Talk Radio. Everybody, it's your girl Sky Brown, and welcome to today's show. If you are listening to the show live, happy St. Patrick's Day um, 2015. I just want to give a big shout out to all of my friends who are Irish, and those of you who are like me, this has become Irish for a day. <laughs> I will be wearing green, and yesterday when I went to the grocery store to get my um, food together, some food prep for the week. It was cabbage everywhere. It's like, uh, I don't know, every grocery store is different, but the grocery store that I go to um, around the holidays, around certain holidays, they have these big cardboard, I want to say like a box maybe? I don't know what to call it, but it probably stands about four feet high, maybe three and a half to four feet high. They probably have like some type of riser or something in the bottom. And, you know, in the fall they have pumpkins and, you know, around certain times of the year, they may have apples and things like that. Well, yesterday, there was nothing in it but cabbage leaves. (laughs) I went digging for a head of cabbage just because it was 17 cents a pound, and there was nothing in there but cabbage leaves. And this older woman says to me, honey, they should give it to you for free because this is just the leaves. There's no cabbage in here. And I said, well, I actually cut my cabbage up, so for me, it's it's not that big of a deal. But evidently, she was pissed and felt some kind of way because there was nothing but cabbage leaves probably three or four feet deep in this box. And then, you know how sometimes old people just don't let stuff go? She said, there's the young fellow right there. Go Go ask him if he can give it to you for free. I said, well, let me just get, you know, get what I need, and then I'll go ask. And as soon as she turned her back, I swear, I ducked away. I was not harassing the stock boy at the grocery store to give me the cabbage for free. But uh, anyway, it was just really cute. You know, she was saying that I should get the cabbage for free. So big shout-out to everybody who's celebrating St. Patrick's Day today. Just want to give a big quick shout-out to Online with Andrea. Thank you so much for listening. You're in the chat room today, so welcome to the show. Today we are going to talk about food and nutrition. My trainer says that abs are made in the kitchen, and I have to kind of agree because, you know, y'all see pictures of me. I just put up a picture actually yesterday of me and Essence, um Essence.com, so it's on my Facebook page, and I'll definitely load it up on my blog, Fit Girl Fabulous. But my arms are good, my legs are good, and as soon as you get to that tummy and back area, baby, I don't know, I've been working at this for a minute. I would love to say that it's because I'm in my 40s, but the reality is I could eat better. I can eat better. So I just wanted to start our our week off this week talking about nutrition because I do believe, and I have to give kudos to the guy who watches me sweat three times a week, that it's the nutrition. You can go to the gym and work out, work out, work out all you want, but if you're not minding your nutrition and watching what you eat, ah, it's kind of for naught. So anyway, I want to... Um, give proper credit to the tips um, from Sarah Flower, who's a nutritionist and an author of a cookbook, Busy Mums Plan Ahead, 
Eat Well and Spend Less. It's a great, great book, so I want to always give proper credit if it's not something that I created. Um, but, you know, she put a really, she put some really good tips. She shared some really good tips. I follow so many blogs and so many people online. So I want to share these with you, but I wanted to give proper credit to, give credit when credit is due. So she has 10 foods that we think are not good for us but really are not that bad. And what really made me share this is because number one on the list is coffee. (laughs) Y'all know me with the coffee. I wish, and it sounds kind of crazy, but I wish I could just roll over and they start to drip. (laughs) I know that sounds bad, but, you know, I I don't drink as much as I used to, but I, I think that's a New York thing. I never drank coffee, and when I started working in the city, like, everybody freaking drinks coffee. Uh, If you ever watch Law & Order, there's these little vending trucks on the corner, and there's these little blue and white cups. It looks like a Greek decoration or something. I don't know. But everybody drinks coffee. And so I just started this coffee addiction, like, in my 20s, and I have to have a cup in the morning, and I get kind of cranky if I don't. And, you know, my son, who's now 21, said to me when he was younger, Mommy, if you don't drink coffee, do you get a headache? And I said, yeah, baby, I do. He's like, does that mean you're addicted? <laughs> I guess they were talking about addictions in school. I don't know. But I had to profess to my little adorable 7-year-old uh, 14 years ago that, yes, mommy has a coffee addiction. But anyway, um, Sarah says that too much coffee can make you jittery and upset your digestion, leaving you with gas, irritable bowel syndrome, and can have a laxative effect. It doesn't do that to me. It does stain your teeth, however, so that I know. Big shout-out to my friend Atifa, who drinks coffee through a straw. Nah, I want the whole taste, but anyway. (laughs) Um, But she says coffee in moderation has also been shown to improve brain health, aid in weight loss, enhance performance, and has even been shown in some studies to protect you against Alzheimer's and dementia. I can't say whether these are true or not, but I do know it can aid in weight loss because it's an appetite suppressant. So that's why I have to really um, not drink as much coffee as I used to because then I found myself not being hungry, and then that really just kind of jacks you up. So, you know, potatoes. Potatoes is her second um, supposed unhealthy food that's really actually good for you. Potatoes are a starchy food that converts sugar. You know how people who are diabetics have to be really careful with starchy foods. It raises your blood sugar, but it's also packed with a lot of nutrients. And I know on my meal plan that I was given when I was trying to lose weight, I was told I can have a medium potato, small to medium potato with um, lunch and dinner. And it can also um, provide you with up to 50% of your daily vitamin C, 30% of B6, and 25% of your potassium requirements based on a 1,200 to 2,000 calorie diet. So um, potatoes aren't that bad. So opt for them if you're watching your weight and try to use um, the antioxidant-rich sweet potatoes, which I actually just had yesterday with dinner. When I made dinner, I had um, cabbage, (laughs) sweet potatoes, and I also had chicken, baked chicken. So potatoes are not that bad. Eggs, Uh, food number three. There's just so much to say about eggs. that they're high in fat and blah, blah, blah. But I I eat eggs. You know, I love scrambled eggs. I try to mix. Like today I'm probably going to have eggs. Yesterday I had whole eggs because it was Sunday and I wanted to enjoy eggs with everybody else. Um, but today I will have egg whites. So, you know, you can be um, 
you know, it, it has a lot of protein in it, does have some fat, the yolk, eh, not so much. Try not to do that. But, you know, it's, it's, a, it's a really good breakfast food, and it's nice, it's quick, it's easy, it's convenient, it's hot. So don't ditch the eggs. Just try to go for egg beaters, egg whites, and, and a healthier alternative. That is food number three. Food number four that people think is really bad that's not really bad is peanut butter. I love peanut butter. If you are trying to lose weight, I strongly suggest you stay away from peanut butter. Um, big shout-out to my friend Carmen. I work out with her. She put me on to PB2. It is powdered peanut butter that you can mix with water. It has so much less fat, but peanuts in in of themselves have so much protein, vitamin E, a lot of fiber. So, you know, choose your peanut butter carefully. You know, ch- you know try not to get the one that's, I, I can't say names, but like the most generic kind you can because there's just no care or thought put into it, a lot of oil, a lot of fat. Um, so if you want to eat peanut butter, try to switch to something like PB2, and you can buy that at probably at any grocery store or health food store. So PB2 is really good, and it's a great alternative to peanut butter. The next food that people think is really bad that's not really bad are canned beans. Canned beans are definitely higher in sodium um, because of the, the liquid and the juice, but if you get just regular dried beans and eat dried beans and put them maybe in a low-fat, low-salt chicken broth, they are an amazing source of protein. So don't ditch um, the beans. Just, you know, if you're going to do beans, try to stay away from the canned um, kind, but they're also a really good filler. They're very inexpensive, and I just love I just love beans. Beans are really yummy, and they're very nutritious. The canned ones, eh, not so much, but there are alternative ways. Um, just kind of go low in sodium, low in fat, or no fat, and you'll be just fine with beans. Another fun treat, this is what I love. This is one of the first things I had to give up when I started losing weight, and that was popcorn. Because popcorn has so much salt and then the butter. That is, I was going to say haram. I don't want to make this like a religious thing, but in in Islam, that's like the worst thing you could have. It's just not good to sit and eat something that's loaded with salt and butter. However, if you make your own popcorn in a bag with a little bit of olive oil in the bottom of the pan and you pop it like the old-fashioned way, popcorn is really good. It's healthy. It's ready in minutes. Everybody loves popcorn. You know, you have to floss your teeth when you're finished. But popcorn is a really fun snack. And if you get the kettle corn and all this other stuff and and, and the powdered uh, seasonings and Eh, not so much, but just all fresh, natural popcorn that you pop at home or even if you have a popcorn popper, it's really good for you. The next food that people think is really bad, but it's not really, is milk. Now, I do not encourage whole milk at all. (laughs) I do not suggest whole milk. I cannot tell you the last time I have purchased whole milk because it has so much fat, but it does contain more nutrients than skim milk, um, soy milk, and things like that. If you have to drink milk, I strongly encourage skim or fat-free. Um, the whole milk, not so much. And once you start drinking milk that is that doesn't have so much fat, you can get your fat from so many other foods, you'll realize like how thick and heavy whole milk really is. But it's really good. Milk is good. I don't say give up milk. Just be more mindful of your choices. Yogurt. Here is the spectrum of what yogurt to eat and what yogurt not to eat. Again, it runs the spectrum. (laughs) Yogurt has, if you get the wrong yogurt, it has a lot of sugar and 
the manufacturers will say, hey, less calories and less fat, but look what, if that's comparatively speaking, what are they comparing it to? So you can replace the low-fat sugary yogurts with full, you know, like a full-fat natural and Greek yogurt, and that's what I eat. I eat the Greek yogurt. They have oikos. They have danin. There's so many um, Greek yogurts that are that are just really good for you. There's a lot of probiotics, um, no sugar, no additives, and try to get one that's probably less than 80 calories. They, they do exist. Uh, when I went to the grocery store yesterday, the one I bought was 100 calories, which is a little kind of high, like if I want to have a snack. Um, but it's a better alternative to other things. But it did have um, almost no, no grams of sugar, and it, had a, it was packed with protein. So um, yogurt is not as bad as we think it is, but just be mindful, once again, of the choices that you, that you choose and you buy and you put in your body. Food number nine that people think is really horrible for us, but it's not really that bad, is salt. There, <laughs> Americans, we all just consume too much salt. I love cheese. There's tons of salt and cheese. I love pizza. My favorite food is pizza. I can eat pizza every day, and that is one of the worst things anybody, if you're trying to lose weight, can eat. But that's really from processed foods. When you start cooking your own food in your kitchen, you can switch to crystal salt, which is very true. She shares this in the book, but I'm also saying that I use that as well. If you use also um, the Himalayan salt, it's unrefined and it contains 84 minerals. I've never tried this one, um, but I do use sea salt and I use, you know, different variations of salt. I try not to just pick any particular brands. I want you to be a mindful consumer and, and do the research and, and pick which one is best for you. Just be mindful. The, the salt that's really not good for us is the salt that's from processed foods. I love Mexican food, and I will tell you, the second I go to one of these restaurants and have Mexican food, by the time I get home, my hands and toes and fingers are swollen, and that is directly from that damn salt. And when I look at it, I can't even look at my husband and tell him because he's going to give me a side eye and say, Sai, you knew better. And then uh, I have to confess, if I get a margarita, a frozen margarita with salt, um, this is back in the day. This is not recent, y'all. <laughs> um, but it just makes matters worse. There's just so much salt. Um, a, a friend of mine, I just have to add this really quickly, we went to McDonald's years ago, I'm talking six, seven years ago at least, and he put salt on the fries. And I was just like, really? And I I did something really rude. I smacked him out of his hand. I made him drop his whole bag of fries on the floor. Because even though I wasn't as a fitness enthusiast like I am now, I could not imagine me letting my friend order McDonald's fries and then put more salt on it. Nah. I think uh, I would get worst friend of the year award for that one. And the last thing is coconut oil. Coconut oil is, there, you know, there's so many different reports. It's all over the news um, about coconut oil and its fat. But the, the reality is once you get, once you consume the coconut oil, it's easily digested and it's converted into fat-burning ketones that we love. So a lot of people are saying don't drink the co don't consume, excuse me, drink, don't consume coconut oil because it's too fatty. It's really not that bad. And to all you natural sisters out there with natural hair, we can use coconut oil in our hair. And I recommend coconut oil because 
when you put things in your hair, products in your hair, it gets absorbed through the scalp. It's a very, very natural oil. And so I strongly recommend coconut oil. Don't shy away from it. Um, and just as a quick sidebar, your food will not taste like coconut. <laughs> it won't. That's a, that's a misconception. So let me give a quick rundown of the 10 foods that people think are bad for us that really are not. Um, and, again, this is from Sarah, Sarah Flowers' book, Busy Moms Plan Ahead, Eat Well, and Spend Less. Coffee, potatoes, eggs, peanut butter, canned beans, popcorn, whole milk, yogurt, salt, and coconut oil. Thank you so much for listening. I'm so happy you hung out with me. Don't forget to follow my blog, Fit Girl Fabulous, and you can find me on Instagram at Fitness. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you tomorrow. Have a great day. And always remember that we shall pass through this world but once. Any good, therefore, that we can do or any kindness that we can show to any human being, let us do it now. Let us not defer or neglect it, for we shall not pass this way again. I'll see you soon.